All right, welcome to another Sailing Doodles podcast. Uh, my guests today are some friends of mine known for a little over a year now. They are cruising. It's Jan and Kelly, and they have two kids, two girls, a 15-year-old and a 9-year-old. And so kind of introduce you guys what it's like to be cruising with a family. So here they are. Say hello, guys. Hey. hey. How's it going? But uh, well, cheers, guys. Cheers. Good to have you. Yeah. Cheers. Um, Thanks for having us. Here. Sure. And uh, let's drink. Yeah, get, get well lubed up for this one. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, I guess uh, why don't y'all give a little bit of background on where you guys are from, what kind of boat you have, and the kids and all that stuff. You want to go? Let me go. You go. I don't want to talk over you. Okay, cool. Well, we've been cruising now for almost a year. We started our journey of looking for a boat a little over a year and a half ago. And with COVID, when that hit, we decided to kind of schedule things up a little forward and go ahead and buy a boat sooner than we had originally anticipated or at least for me i thought that this might not happen until my daughter was a, a year or two older but uh it worked out which daughter rio oh, okay yeah um but she didn't have time to go to high school which is okay so long story short we ended up with a lagoon catamaran uh, it's a 45 foot and then we spent about uh four months making it ours and making it our house and then proceeded to move aboard and cruise around the Caribbean. What, uh, so how, I, was this part of your plan as well or was this all Jan's uh, or? No, it was his plan. And yeah. I thought, okay, we can do it. If, you know, one day and then we have COVID and then I was like, well, shit, let's just do it now. Yeah. And so, because then I realized I had children in my home all the time. They were doing school. We were eating together. We didn't go out anymore. I didn't have a nanny. I didn't have a housekeeper. And I was like, okay, I mean, we can do this. We're not going to kill each other. Right. Well, I mean, you'd be, I mean, you're just basically kind of doing the same thing on a boat. You're doing a home. Right. So right. Well, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I think on at home it was it's definitely easier to do those things i don't know how the house is bigger than a boat but it's harder on a boat well everything's a little bit harder on a boat i mean you got to go shopping or do whatever i mean you got to either go to rent a car or take the dinghy somewhere it's not like you can just go in your garage get in the car and go get yeah it. and we have a 15 year old daughter so it's like sometimes you just avoid her and it's <laughs> hard to kind of avoid someone in a small Space because yeah, she's, space. you know, angry. Mm. So, yeah, <laughs> so, angry teenager. yeah, so how is that? Okay, so <laughs> in my experience, meeting families that are about cruising, uh, the, the little kids are, are great. I mean, they enjoy it. Uh, you know, like, like Alta, I mean, I'm sure she's having the time of her life, right? I think so. I think she's she didn't have any, well, she doesn't have the hormones going, mm-hmm. and yeah, she's just a different person. Right. Well, I mean, so that's mean. It's like once you get into your teens, then you start getting interested in boys or girls. Yeah, and... I think that Rio is definitely having a good time and loves to be on the boat. But she also, like me, Mrs. is very bipolar about it. Like, I go through the gamut of emotions every day. Like, oh, this is the best thing. I'm never doing anything better in my life than this. And then maybe 30 minutes later, I'm like fuck this boat and getting off here i gotta go home what the fuck are we doing we're ruining our lives yeah yeah so it's like a full-on roller coaster ride several times a day and it never has stopped i thought over time it would sort of go down and so i think rio is also experiencing that she's like 
oh god I'm missing high school my first year and then sometimes I think she's like this is this is great like I don't need that I'm, I'm doing something better well has she been able to get kind of a friend group here I mean does she have like teens yeah. her own age the thing is with I think with teenagers nowadays is that their friend groups even back home they would get on their phone and they mm. would do FaceTime and they use technology almost more than meeting together like we did when we were kids. When we were kids, everybody got out in the neighborhood and went and played. They all get on the phone and literally fall asleep with their phone doing FaceTime with their buddy, right. you know? And that hasn't changed that much for her. So like her best friend and her still stay in contact and you know, she's online dating her, her friend and we get to meet him in the you know U.S. Virgin Islands for the first time, and she thinks that's weird. But then, they actually, the friendship still works because they've been talking for almost a year on the phone. So yeah. Oh, I think did you know we let her meet her little boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. When was that? I, I think you told it me was about a, it after Thanksgiving. And okay. We kind of planned the trip to go to St. John because the family was going to be there, yeah. and he's a great kid and a great family, and so we know they're not like serial killers or something. <laughs> well, oh, so at 15, they're not too no, serial No, no, no. Um, but she did say, like, oh, it's so weird to meet in person. Yeah. Like, super weird. Oh, so they, they hadn't even dated, like... No, no, they had only met through a mutual friend online. Oh, wow. Through COVID for almost a year wow. and a half. They've been really chatting. Are they still talking? Yeah. Cool. Okay. After that, now they're still talking, and we've decided, oh, God, we're going to... She's going to go to New York this, to go, like, She's going to go stay hi. with him for a wow, week. Oh, okay. With his well, family. family yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the mom is, like, totally, like, well, she'll have the guest room, and do you want to FaceTime? I know you guys have concerns about it, and I'm just like... Yes, we're concerned. Don't get but... pregnant. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably a key there. And we've talked about it. Even Meg has been... Actually, Meg has been really good about... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> helping us. Meg is on the boat with you guys. Just yeah. came over to our boat and talked to Rio for... You know a good hour about hey this is this is about when i was your age this is what happened to me right and she gave her story yeah and i think rio likes that to have the insight rio's always been someone who likes to talk to adults um from the time she was young that she could talk she would go out with us and our friends and you know that's the thing back home we went out to dinner a lot and that hasn't changed a lot in boat life for us we cook it's maybe just once they're, a week they're with us a lot and they right. bother us <laughs> and we just want to have peace and quiet. Yeah. That, but the other thing that's a problem is we're here with you guys. We're here with other friends, boat friends, and there's almost like a pressure to have fun and spend time with you guys because I know you're leaving yeah, on like whatever right. day, Tuesday, right. and I know they're leaving on this day, and it's like, okay, well, better go. It's like forced fun. Yeah. Well, you run the game. It's so forceful to have to hang out with us. I get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> well, you know, it's like, oh, do you want to go do this and this and this and I'm like, yes, but you know, it's exhausting. Well, it is. No, I mean, that's <laughs> that's kind of one of the reasons we're actually looking forward to kind of leaving Saint Martin. I mean, I love Saint Martin. Yeah. Is yeah. Is it like? I have to. T yeah. Yes. It, I feel that. I mean, you can actually, because it's kind of like, okay, there's a social event every night. Yeah. Every night. And it's not just one. It's like so many. Yeah. And I just. We go to rave tonight. We could God, go to. God, it's there so is, great. I mean, there is a, uh, the SXM yeah, yeah, yeah. EDM festival. And yeah. we wanted to stay here during this time to go. Yeah. And yeah. We, we haven't gone because we're just. Busy. We're doing I think everybody's stuff. talking about maybe going tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I can't go tomorrow. I, I, we could oh, go tomorrow. The Here's the problem: is that you leave maybe the day after tomorrow. I know. So you'd be like hung over the ten o'clock bridge. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That would be yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. There's gonna be there's gonna be some tears involved in that. I yeah. Think. 
For me, not for you guys. Well, I mean, I think we've kind of talked. I mean, we're kind of on the same. Well, we're jumping ahead a lot from from the yeah, stuff. But yeah. we're, we might see you guys in Greece. Oh, we are going to see you guys in Greece. Yeah, that's the hope. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we're planning on it already. So I think that's Yeah, we've cool. got a uh, – so uh, some uh, – Navigar Yachting, who's a sponsor of Sailing Doodles, uh, is giving us, uh, let us – letting us use a uh, 62-foot Oceanus in yeah. Athens, Greece for two weeks. So taking we invite you guys to come with. So Yeah, that's uh, amazing. Thanks for the invite. Sure. Yeah, we're, we're planning on going. Yeah. 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 So it, the boat's already reserved for us. Uh, it's just – I we've got to run it past the owner of the company, or he's already said yes in theory, but – yeah. Confirm it next week, sure. and then yeah, yeah. So. Well, that'll give me hope, so yeah. that I'm not crying too, too much, you know. But I'm trying to do this with a lot of people that I would like to keep connected with. Sure. Yeah. And it's it's tough, like uh, you know, you make friends that seem like lifelong friends because you're at anchor with them for a month, and when you're at anchor with somebody mm-hmm. or at a dock with somebody for a month, it's like fast forwarding a relationship on land like five years right because you see each other every day we see each other every day and it's like hey what are you doing for dinner tonight i yeah. don't know what are you doing well let's plan something right and you do that every night for three weeks that's a lot of going out and hanging out and right. so you get to know the person really well and and things are really one of the things that i enjoy the most about cruising and the one of the main reasons i wanted to bring my kids and do this was that that you create these like long-lasting relationships with people and like I've known Bobby now for a little over a year, and maybe we spent in that year we spent uh, fifty days together, right? Yeah, something like that. And fifty days together on land is like you have to go to fi- on fifty dates, right, like right. with your buddies and their wives, going or to their dinner, friends, I mean, or going to dinner. I mean, even if you went to dinner once a week, I mean that's it takes a year. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think that that's kind of cool. This dog, <laughs> the dog, yeah. the dog, dog is running going circles Asian. around the boat. Yeah, <laughs> but you also see stuff like that, like. Here on this dock, we are, no, like we're like sort of nosy neighbors. You can't help you can't, it. You, you can't. can't. I'm looking over and I see people just like laying back and napping and reading and. Or the Germans across the way, like getting completely buck naked on the back of the boat and yeah, taking yeah. A shower. whatever. I mean, that's you know? fine. I'm just saying. I, like, I don't know why Germans. How do they? It's always the Germans. <laughs> how do they have time to? You know, do anything except cleaning the boat because that's what I'm doing all the time. Yeah, yeah. Or fixing stuff. I don't yeah. allow myself enough time to sit there because I'm not calm enough. Yeah, I think that I'm always the one kind of fixing the boat, and you're always the one cleaning the boat. So we have that. I fix. I fix. Yeah, you do. You help a lot. So I think that that's the thing is is where do you find time to do things after? You know, I also uh, run. A portion of my business and Kelly does a lot of things for our business as well so that's only an hour or two a day but when you think about maintaining a boat and doing it yourself that's a two two hours a day as well so you think oh that's just four hours a day well that four hours a day is spread along across the whole day yeah. so it feels like a lot so yeah. so that's what I, one thing I wanted to ask too is that you guys are still working I mean how yeah. is that I mean, how are you able to balance uh, the cruising life and I mean, you know, uh, you know, internet and all that to do all the work. I mean, how does that, how yeah. does that work? I mean, is it as easy as you thought it would no, be? No, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? It's, yeah, it's really fucking hard. I, I think she I wouldn't sees, do it. I think she sees how difficult it is. Um, but I don't look at it that way. And now my, some of my guys that work for us are going to probably listen to this podcast and they're going to want to know the answer to this question because I have to make an effort to make time for the business. 
it's it's not as easy as picking up the phone as back home and making a phone call. Like I have to pick up the phone, but in order to do that, I have to make sure that I have the SIM card in. I have to make sure that I have connection. I have to make sure that I'm going to ex explain things 15 times because a five-minute phone conversation back home could take you two hours here if you're not ready technology-wise. Yeah. So I'm basically juggling parts of the day to figure out when is the best time to call them when they have all their you know questions for the day kind of put together versus back home i call them in the morning we talk for five minutes i call them uh, around lunch talk for a few minutes and then i call them at the end of the day we talk for a few minutes now i have to realize that they need input from me at certain times so we've we've done pretty well i think with um using our software and actually just using whatsapp and making sure that we stay connected but it seems like a lot and it is a lot it's a lot to do to give them enough information and give our crews enough information for them to feel like they're being supported. For me, it's not a lot for them. I'm not on the phone a lot. For me, it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort to get them the answers in a concise manner so that it's not us spending hours on the phone. It's me spending hours on the boat doing the work so that whenever I send them a message, it's got plans and all these things attached to it. So we run a, a design and construction business and, and to do that from, afar now they expected me back a month after I left and I haven't been back in a year so I think that their expectation was that I would be a little bit more hands-on uh, but what I've allowed to happen and what I think is flourishing for us is allowing them to make some decisions and sometimes bad decisions and then having to back them up and learn how to do better but I think that's better for our business I think it's better for our company because it takes me out of the hot seat as far as being there mm -hmm. you know the difference is I don't have to be there now I can be here or I can be anywhere and still run the business and I think that makes it uh, more lucrative for a potential buyer it also makes it better for me because now I'm doing the thing that I want to do the thing that I feel like I have a passion for while at the same time still running a business right so it is hard it's not something simple but I think it's worth it well he's very very positive what a positive attitude you have because <laughs> I think you're spread thin, and it is definitely the hardest part of our For adventure. Sure. But, I mean, you see other people, there's, you know, I always, I can't help it. I'm comparing to other people, and I think there are several people who still work yeah. and are on the boat. But I also see, you know, everybody's got a different, everybody's in a different situation. So right. I think I also see a lot of people maybe a little bit older than us who don't have kids still in the house and aren't in the shit show of running a business. Yeah. So, you know, that's, I like seeing that, but I also realize like in 10 years, I don't know if my body can like keep up with this. I feel like I'm always falling down or hurt or I'm not strong enough or whatever. Which is not true. Like she's the no, strongest person on this dock. I go, I go by like twice. <laughs> how many times a week she's out there working out? And well, doing no, stuff? and I, and I Four do. Four times a week. I, I yeah, do yeah. that because I, it gets my nervous energy out. Yeah. But I also like, I, I don't know. Like I see people like even like it seems like sixties and seventies, and that's that's respect, man. Because like yeah, just the boat moving is. Well, that's the best thing. I, I mean, I always tell people is that, you know, because you know, I always planned on doing it where I retired someday or something like that. I was like, yeah. ah, you know, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, am I actually ever going to really retire yeah, so early? Yeah. And right. by the time, okay, maybe I can afford to retire at 65. Will my body actually want to do this? I don't right. Know. So do it now. That's, and then. I was th telling yeah. stuff like, I should, I'm glad you're doing it. I, 
you know, now yeah. and without. I'm like, Jan, we should have done this when we were in our 20s. Yeah. yeah. But we just, you know, you're not in a place. I, I'm so. Well, you like, don't feel it. like you can afford it. You don't feel like you can do oh, it. Oh, like, God. We I'm didn't think so we could afford box. it this soon either. Yeah. But, you know, timelines change and then you come to a realization. And the more people that I meet that cruise that have had something catastrophic in their life happen, they're like, look, I, I don't have that much money, but I'm just going to do it. Because if I don't do it now, I may never get to. Yeah. And. So I feel blessed that we were able to pull it off. And, you know, we say pull it off because we're not done with this yet. So <laughs> did we actually pull it off? I don't know, like a year from yeah, now. Yeah, this or, may be a ah, complete you know, disaster. So what is your, I mean, what are your cruising plans? <laughs> I think we may have a difference, but I'm not sure. We talk about this, and I think it changes. It's really hard. We, we, we really enjoy this, but we realize how hard it is on the business. And... It's not just that. It's that Kelly, when she says I'm spread too thin, it means to me what it means is I would like to spend more time with my family. And it sounds crazy that I'm on a boat with them 24 hours a day and I'm still maybe only giving them two hours of attention a day. Right. right? And that isn't enough. And so I would like to do this when I can give them more attention. Right. But the, the problem is our kids are growing up. We're all getting older. They're right. going to do their things that they're going to do. So I hope that it comes back around. So let's say that this stint takes us a year and a half to two years. I think the next stint might be five years down the line or a couple years down the line where we're like, okay, now we've sold the business or we have less responsibility in the right. business and we can now go cruise and pay attention to each other more and do more of the things that feel fun because yeah. right now not everything feels fun because let's say a quarter of it's docking and moving and sailing which is really fun but nerve-wracking and then when you get to a place you settle down and you start to work or i start to work kelly starts to work cleaning up we get ready for other friends to come visit and then the time that we actually have to spend with each other yeah. like dinner every night or something it's it's really not enough so it's worth it because i think this is a great trial run and we still get to have glimpses of what it could be um well we're just not really like sort of parents who like <laughs> hang out with our kids like that i know it sounds awful yeah. we're like we love to do more yeah party oh, I, and stuff and i they know that and sure. we love them dearly yeah but what i do i do feel bad sometimes i see like there's some really great cruising parents who you know take and they're fishing and they're taking those kids and doing stuff well, i mean but the, every every parent and child relationship you know like yeah i mean like i, I mean i know but i just don't imagine us like oh come here let me show you how to i don't you know. put us down for that though i think our kids are becoming <laughs> like adults and they're oh god they can fend for themselves like yeah. we come here we're coming here to do this podcast with you and we're just like hey girls we're going to do the podcast on dark side and they're like can can we go and we're like no, nope. not right now. <laughs> nope. Um But come later, so they'll find something yeah, to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, it's cool. I mean, like, you know, I'll just come over several times and hung out with the girls and yeah. done stuff, you know. And yeah, I know. So that's good. I guess that is a po positive because at least other people are being, like, a parent to them and doing fun stuff. <laughs> well, have you ever, like, so, I mean, I guess it's it's maybe a little different, uh, different the way you cruise. But I've seen other people cruising. It's mostly with smaller kids, yes. I will say, with smaller kids. Younger, yeah. But they will have they'll find three or four other boats that have small kids and then they all travel together yes and then like okay it's your turn to watch the kids yes. and the other couples that doesn't get work to for me. yeah doesn't work no i will not watch we don't other like kids that much kids on my boat. <laughs> yeah we don't like kids i mean we like our kids <laughs> yeah right oh yeah i hear uh, you yeah well, and maybe. i think that's probably why 
I hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably why we didn't really make that happen for them. And it was an idea. We were, oh, we'll go to Grenada, and there'll be all these kid boats. And, and then they'll we be just able to didn't play, end and then up going. Go and play too. Right. But it, we. I think I it could have been it, cool. Maybe it'll still happen. Yeah. Well, like Razzle Dazzle has some kids, but they're also older kids, so yeah, and they I'll, can come over. I say we don't like kids. I we don't like most kids, but. Our kids tend to make friends with the kids that we like, so right. that's kind of no, cool. No, no, I think well, it's an age go. thing. It's too. an age thing, right? Yeah, right. like you just don't like the six-year-olds. Sure. I mean, like fifteen. I you know, they have you know some what? responsibility. I there. think you're right. I yeah. think it's an age thing. It's yeah. I mean, yeah. so I mean, like probably Alta's age, so nine and above, is yeah. probably where probably, you're looking at. Yeah. That's why you don't. I mean, who wants a six-year-old running Nobody. around? Nobody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, more like a four-year-old or something. You know how you have to invite people onto your boat? You don't just go onto someone's boat. Right. Like little six-year-olds will just start hopping on the boat, and I'm like, no, no, we don't allow kids on the boat. You got to go. Yeah. And then Alta's like, okay, and then she goes and plays on the dock. Yeah. And Chin. Then to go talk to their parents and hey, can we ask if we can go to their boat? And then they'll come over and ask, and I'll say no. Yeah. You know, it's pretty simple. Yeah. But because people tend to respect boundaries a little better. Yeah. Here, but it's just. Uh, yeah. I we think just... it's just because we're like really um, neat freaks, number one, and I just don't. I, I get too much stress. Yeah. Watching kids. Right. We yeah, didn't, we didn't sign up for this to watch. I'm this. watching Steph crawl around in the background. Oh my she's, God. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but she's good. She's trying to be quiet. But yeah, no, I mean, I, so I mean, having kids on the boat, though, I mean, that's it's uh, it's got to be. Uh, I, I mean, that would be hard. I mean, I've, I've had dogs on the boat, you know, I'm yeah. big dogs. I mean, Izzy, so you do have a little, what's yeah. it, Pomeranian? No, she's a long-haired chihuahua. Long-haired, sorry. He knows, he's <laughs> just fucking with him. Man. I know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. A long-haired chihuahua. There's sorry. a lot of. Yeah, there's a lot of long hair on the boat. Yeah, yeah, sure. And well, there's a lot of hair. What? Three, three girls no, no, and a no, dog not, and him. It's not dog hair. <laughs> it's your hair and it's the kids' hair. Yeah, wait. It just makes little hair creatures in the corner. Right. And then they, little tumbleweeds. Yeah, they around. start walking right. around and they're like, "Give me a drink." Yeah. It's well, crazy. I mean, I think you're talking about cleaning the boat. I mean, like. I think that's the thing about a boat is that you're in such a small space. Even a little bit of a clutter or mess makes yeah. a big difference. Yeah, for sure. And we're you constantly know. clearing clutter, and I've got a very, very, very organized kid, and I've got one who's a creative, just not so messy organized. kid. Yeah. And it's like, and we're in a tight space. Yeah. But I've only felt like sort of jumping off the boat, maybe like. Twice. Five times. Oh shoot! Uh, a little more. Nice. Sometimes I'm just like I'm just gonna jump. But you go into our creative kids' room, and it, it might be messy, but it's a really it's cool, cool room to yeah, go yeah, into. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, she. Does I don't go in. Cool I just lights, stay and she's out. got Polaroids all over the walls and things. So like, I enjoy that because I'm I'm a creative as well, so I I like it. But I, I definitely Kelly says I'm too hard on them a lot of times to try to keep things clean and, and neat. But we have high expectations. Kelly and I both have high expectations of how the boat should function, how things should work, and how clean it should be. Mm-hmm. And that's just us. And we don't, I don't think we push that on other people or other people's boats. But I've been on most boats that we go on aren't as tidy as ours. Really? Yeah. I mean, that makes me feel good. No, I mean, it's true, though. It's, it's true. I, Y'all have a very tidy hey, boat. Yes. Hey, by, by the way, Dark Side looks amazing oh, today. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah the girls. this is like the best, the best I've ever seen. I believe, yeah, I've never seen, it smells wonderful. Well, no, so we had a party here, what, like a week or two ago. Like, yeah. literally, I had just destroyed the engine room painting and yeah. had all my shit out. It, we didn't mean to have a party. It just kind of happened. Yeah. And then everybody's over. I'm like, I'm sorry, it's messy. Well, it's, but, yeah. it was pretty messy. I didn't, looking back <laughs> on it now, seeing how seeing it how can it's today. be. Yeah. 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 And I, another thing is, like, 
this reminds me of when we were boat shopping because if you see a boat in pictures mm -hmm. and over video to me it looks so great it looks great you're like this is it this is gonna be the best boat ever yeah and then when you, you see there? it in real life i went into a boat it looked like wild raccoons lived in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Well, well they also the don't. They don't have smell of vision. Let me yet. tell you, yeah, it right? wasn't yeah. the smell. It you don't see it yeah. in photos. So yeah, like anyway, I'm in here. It looks great. Yeah. So okay, going on to boats. I mean, like, so you guys are on a Lagoon 450, right? Yeah. Uh, or is it 45, 450? Which one is it? It's a 450. Okay. Yeah. And what? Uh, I mean, are you guys happy it's with the, the you picked that? It's the best boat. Yeah. It's the best boat, and we, I, I've we hated love it. a lot of things about cruising and loved a lot of things. But I never hated the boat. Yeah. The boat kind of, uh, mm -hmm. we named it Amari, and that to me is like infinite love, and there's just love everywhere. And the boat feels that way to us when we get on it. And when we first got on it, it was great. I did not want a boat with the helm on top. Yeah. I just didn't think it was a good idea for me to be away from the family while we were sailing, and or Kelly up there with me sailing. But after sailing it for the first time, you realize all the positives to it so there's polar people that talk about how they hate that and how they love it we're just we happen to be one of the people that actually now love it we we didn't shop for this boat we did shopping for a very long time and we didn't shop for this boat until like the last two months we didn't even have it on our radar and then after going on it and then sailing it i was i was hooked and we really love it but we would say that the when shopping for a boat i think the smartest thing is to actually go yeah. Yep. Um, Don't just do it online. Oh my God! Please go. Yeah. Because there's wild raccoons. That live in there. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and we went to a boat that was, you know, kind of high, higher priced in the same boat that we ended up buying, and we thought, okay, this is this is it. It was in Florida, so we're like, okay, it's in Florida, so it's going to be a little more expensive. And we go, and Kelly's like, yeah, we we can't live on this boat. Yeah. Like, and she's just look, we can't do this. Mm -hmm. And you know, always buy a boat that's less expensive than you think you can afford because you put when you put your touch on it it's going to take more money than you think yeah so let's say you buy a boat for x always point you know do 0.2x or another 20 percent at least to just make it yours and to clean it up and to make it right now like i said we're a bit of a like clean freak but for example, we don't want any water in our bilge, and most people are like okay with it. Like okay, the water, the condensate from the air conditioning goes into the bilge and it gets pumped out. We didn't, we didn't want that. So right. that one upgrade maybe a couple thousand bucks, but right. you do that to ten things, and now you're at twenty thousand yeah. dollars. So that thing can start to perpetuate. So I'd say when shopping for a boat and when looking for a boat, go, go look at it, and if you can't, go look at it. Uh, if you have to make an offer, make it contingent upon a visit because if you don't visit it, well, you won't that, I think that's going to be back to the normal now. We just had COVID interrupt right. our shopping schedule. Well, I mean, you know, with this one, I did, I did get it under con or I did get it under contract before. Yes. Uh, seeing actually, it? seeing it, Great. but I mean, it was number one during COVID. Number two, I had to fly and then do all that. So, but I mean, it was obviously you do have to you do a survey and all that. Yeah. yeah. And so, when I got here, and you know, there was a couple of things that weren't. You know, yeah. but the the previous owner took care of it. You know? yeah. So as long as you know, you kind of have that. Yeah. yeah, but I think a lot of people are buying things sight unseen. Like we oh, were really? looking at boats in St. Lucia where it was completely closed. Yeah, you uh, couldn't go visit. Yeah, I you mean, go visit. I don't so I hired professional was... photographers to go and do walkthroughs for me, and yeah. it's still not the same. Yeah, you know, you have to like talk. And to we them were about... going to buy a boat from a charter company, which was, it turned out, in my opinion, to that would have been a bad idea. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think buying a 
I mean, a used charter boat, like one that's timed out of its program. Yeah, I mean, it's we been rowed hard. You know what I mean? For sure. Now then, if if that's if that's your way of actually being able to buy the boat, then do it. Yeah. Totally. Fine. I mean, yeah, but but yeah, I mean, if you're, it's worth it. Just know that you're going to spend a lot of time on it. We've we've met a lot of other cruisers and cruisers with, you know, YouTube channels, that that bought boats that were charter boats and they love their boat. You know, mm. it's hard not to kind of fall in love with your boat once you buy it, but the amount of time they spend working on it is, yeah. you know, eight hours out of the ten that you get to use. Yeah. So great content for video, but. Mm. I think not, we spent a lot of time working on our boat, but it was on, like, not just... Sure. It wasn't fixing it. It was, like, making big upgrades. Yeah. yeah. But we did work a lot, and we yeah. spent way more than, than 50% we thought. of the cost of our boat. Yeah. So so where all have you guys been so far cruising around? I would say most of the Caribbean outside of uh, Puerto Rico, where half of my family lives in Dominican Republic, where the other half live. So everything basically east of that we've seen mm -hmm. now like kelly said we didn't make it all the way down to grenada but we were in the grenadines and we could have in a few hours been in grenada we just decided not to go um it felt like everything was the same after that and maybe the only thing that no, was different was, they closed the people. yeah they yeah, closed and the people, uh, they right closed. and they closed that was you have any places that i mean is what's your favorite place where have you been what's what's your bucket list that <laughs> the best places my favorite Saints. place my favorite place uh -huh. well here yeah well, same, same, same Martin. Martin. yeah so that's why you guys are, I mean, kind of made this your home base. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And we've left from here and come back three times. Um, and <laughs> and we're going to leave again. And we'll leave again. And So you, got, and you, so you guys are, well, we talked about before, we're kind of on the same trajectory. Although ours got, yeah, ours got fast forwarded a little bit because yeah. of the stuff coming up. But yeah. you're, you're going to go through Puerto Rico and then are you going to hit the DR? And I that? think we're going to end up hitting the DR at least for a week or two. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know it'll be on the east side in Cap Cana and yeah. that area, and we'll have my family come visit us, and we'll hang out there for a little while. But uh, yeah, I think is that then, gonna be cool? Yeah, I just made a reservation at Cap Cana today. Oh, okay. um, I've, I've never been to Punta Cana. I've been to Samana and then around up to Puerto Plata. Uh, I mean, Samana is actually, I mean, it's a pretty nice marina, has a nice restaurant, and everything, and then you get the whales out there this time of year, yeah. which are amazing if you can get yeah. in the Bay of Samana. Yeah. Uh, uh, Can't be for a few weeks, yeah. which would be great. Yeah, yeah, and it's, you can rent a car there, and it's not that far of a drive into town. Yeah. So it's 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 not bad. Puerto Plata, I mean, it's not. There's, yeah. There's nothing there. That's really. where Christopher Columbus came. Yeah. Well, we've been to there. I mean, obviously. We've been all the places in land. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because his. You have family there. So yeah. I think we're going to go there and see family, which right. is cool. Yeah. Right. And then what? Up to the Bahamas and over to Florida and then up? Or what, for hurricane season? What are you doing? I think so. I think yeah. We don't know. Because it'll be hard to keep going up. Yeah. But I well, know the problem we is you got to come back down if you're coming back. Yeah. Yeah. And we have, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Things are fluid. Yeah. We do kind of keep things open. And, you know, like a few days ago, we were thinking okay when are we going to go to pr and dr and then bobby says hey you want to go to greece and we're yeah. like yeah you know what we do want to go to greece yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. and yeah, where are we going to leave the kids right yeah so i have family in puerto rico and i have family in dominican republic so we're like oh let's park the boat in puerto rico for yeah. you know six weeks yeah, and, yeah. and go hang out with uh with 
Bobby's crew and all the girls, which we really enjoy hanging out with you guys. I know. Yeah, thanks, man. Says it's hard sometimes. Oh, no, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's it's hard to party every night. It's, that's it's, it's, it's oh like, man. This last to. week, but uh, so we did the, the Heineken reg- Regatta, Heineken Regatta, and there's, so there's a party every night. And then I don't know why, like the next two or three nights after that, kept going, kept going, and just like I was like, I'm and in it's my... still going with I know. this festival. Still it's going. just too much to do. Uh, we went to the Latin night. Well, it was last night or whatever. Uh, and two nights, two nights ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this thing time runs Who together. Knows? But and we're pulling into the you know place, and my engine gets caught on a Heineken Regatta hat. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the reminders yeah. are all still here. Did you yeah. keep that? Yeah, I kept it. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah, be yeah. a nice souvenir. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> What's tonight? Friday. Hey, well, it's you know another night tonight doing something. Yeah, sure. yeah I think we will be doing something. Yeah. Well, last night, yeah, we did. We just went to what Lagoonies last night and had a good time. Yes. So. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, yeah. We did yoga of... yesterday, which was. Uh... Oh God, I'm dying. Yeah. Oh, really? Was that yeah, hard? It was, it was really hard. It was like an advanced class. The girl okay. called it Yoga 2.0, and it was. <laughs> I've been doing yoga for a couple of years, and that was probably the hardest set that I've. All right. Done. So I mean, so how do you stay fit on the boat? I mean, you know, like. I mean, I was working on it for a while. I saw you. You lift weights and stuff. But I, last three weeks, I've been, yeah. I've really? been, I've been. So I've been here, and I'm like, okay, I'm about to spend the next four months in places where I can't work on the boat, really. Yeah. Yeah. And so the last three weeks, I've been every day working on the boat because I know I can get parts, I can get all that stuff here. So yeah. I kind of let, I've let the workout go, go to the, the yeah, wayside a little bit. Yeah, because you're busy. It, yeah. It'll- come back around I need to, yeah. but as soon as we leave here i plan on getting back at it but but uh i mean so yeah i mean i see you working out yeah, four I do, days like, a week. i just jump around on the boat <laughs> kelly does good she she's always i have classes kind of... i put in my ears and i just yeah. jump around yeah. and i have weights i lift my weights we use dive weights dive weights on and i hook them onto a boat hook okay it was like sort you... of the most ingenious Kind of like have a bar that you lift up yeah. the boat hook, the boat is, hook is, is my bar, bar. Okay. and then you know you have dive weights that they're quick release. Mm-hmm. They've got a little Velcro okay. flap, so I flap them over, and you like you have a whole bar. <laughs> it's, yeah. I actually think at home, probably do the I'll same. Probably use that. It's yeah. easier than the other. She used thing. to work out at home, kind of in the same way on her back deck. Well, that was another thing so. with COVID that I was like, okay, I don't Can't go need to, the to go to the gym. I'm good. I can do that at home. I my yeah. kids are good. They're home. This so we can do this boat. Yeah. And I, I, I don't. I just. You guys, you want some more? Uh, oh yeah, I'll have a little one. bit of. Is this over here? Yeah. Um. Well, it's rose. Oh, rose. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And I don't work out. I just work on the boat. Which yeah. is kind of when you're crawling in a bilge and Cheers. doing all that. It's it's enough work. I'll have your other ginger drink. Oh well, I mean, shoot, yeah. I mean, it, it is actually a lot of work. Uh, working on the boat. Um, you know, it. it carrying stuff around i mean and you know it's just you're just staying busy the whole time yes you're never sedentary definitely walk a lot yeah it's sort of like they say that's the most healthy way to be as a person a sort of walking person right well not a sitting on ass right yeah well (laughs) i do i actually have been (laughs) i have been doing a lot of sitting here working lately too because you know i that's kind of thing i've got uh, internet here sucks but at least it's consistent consistently sucks (laughs) consistently 15 megabits per second no no i'm getting like oh uh, well my phone gets like pretty good but the marina wi-fi is like three yeah and then if you actually hotspot so are you using chippy or what yeah we just i just got chippy today actually (laughs) but when i hotspot on that i don't i I only if i do it on my phone i get like 20 megabits a second yeah but if i hotspot off it my computer only gets like three megabits not good so you're back to square one you don't have a 
A zone? We call mm. it a zone. A zone. I do have a like a, a, I box. Got a, a box, but I mean like the white box. Uh, yeah, I've got I've got a. Uh, um, I, I'll probably hook it up in the Bahamas. I'll just get a SIM card for that. Oh no, there. no, this one's only for. It's from for Saint Martin, yeah. Saint oh, Martin really? has yeah, a. Yeah, you go uh... to the Tell Cell next to the Soul Station. <laughs> you go in there and you get a box that's for like home internet, but yeah. it is white. It it's is Wi-Fi. It that's is what it means uh, cellular. Cellular, and it's ninety dollars a month. I really, think. ninety bucks a month, and it's fifty-five now. They dropped the price. Uh, yeah, and it's just unlimited. Yeah, yes. unlimited download, and it's. What? It's, I thought you had this. Oh. Uh, yeah, you just connect to ours. But anyway, it's one of the things about cruising is always trying to find a way to get data. And I think everyone talks about it. But we have 10 SIM injectors on our boat. Yeah. And we just keep buying SIM injectors because you can buy SIMs in every place you go. Yeah. And you plug them in and then you just tell That's it to switch. So and it's, it's a pain. It doesn't work. It's a, it's a serious pain. I don't yeah. think it works. Yeah. It does. I mean, I've got... so the, It doesn't I mean, work as well as... I've got a cellular... Uh, is it it's a, a signal booster and so uh you know so any any cell phone so the little broadcaster is right there and then i've got on the, on the roof i've got the receiver and transmitter and so like it you know it you can get a little bit further service further away but I, you know it's yeah. nice if you get a hotspot built into the boat yeah yeah i don't think it works that well no yeah. it doesn't what do, what do other what do people want to know about what do people want to know about in the cruising community or that haven't cruised yet because i feel like Dealing with these issues you, of like, like internet and all this stuff isn't. Yeah, you a watched a bunch of YouTube, so you know. <laughs> is no, it what I mean, you? I mean, is it guys what you guys expected? I mean, I, you've done some sailing before. Yeah, I enjoy the sailing part, and Kelly loves the sailing part too. I think the sailing is one of the most fun things that we do because going to a new place and doing that is, and and showing up and not knowing what you're going to get is actually really cool because most of the places are really cool, and you get to see beautiful sea life and you know beautiful islands and things that's great and i think people that expect that they're gonna get it because that's, that's what you get um but the things that are unexpected is you know how much you have to work on learning how to put an anchor down how much you have to learn yeah. about all the systems of a boat unless you have crew which most people that cruise don't right um you have to learn how to it put everything cool together to have crew but it, then it wouldn't be cool if they were in your yeah boat. because then they're on your yeah, boat no i wouldn't want to have a i mean like a full-time crew or something because then you don't get the privacy and all that yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean i got the two girls here but no well they don't, really count, they don't yeah. bother you well I mean, it's also like crew that are your friends right? Right, right that's the difference you're cruising with your friends and i think that's what's great about mm -hmm. we'll go to greece with you guys we're cruising with our friends Jen, I think it's not that, crew i think that you <laughs> it's like okay you you've never had a baby yeah. and then all these people come around you and they start man they will give you all sorts of advice you yeah. know yeah. remember yeah and they say oh this is awful this part or oh you're gonna it's the most purest love and i mean you get all these different <laughs> opinions but until you have that baby yeah you don't know what your experience is going to be right. like and, and right. i think so many people have different experiences so ours even if you tried to explain right. to someone no, in a similar true. situation as us their experience is going to be could be totally different yeah i think that's true but what i think is common among almost every cruiser i've met is that the lady and the man both know how to take apart a toilet and fix a bilge right like <laughs> yeah when you're living in a house you call the plumber i yeah. don't i can do it at home yeah, of course but that's not something that's in common everywhere where you live on yeah, land. Yeah. so that's just the tip of the iceberg really like you know everything about your boat and that's the one of the coolest things about having a boat is that 
you learn everything about it. Right. So you know, you know how it sells. You know what you need to do to keep things to keep ahead of things. You know when you're being lazy. You know when you're staying ahead of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, there's zip tied stuff I can think of right now that needs to have yeah bolts. Sure. So <laughs> that's the thing is like. But we haven't done it, you know. Yeah. Well, but I mean, if, it's... if people took care of their homes the way that people take care of their boats or they have to take care of their boats because it's their lifeline mm-hmm. i think homes would be in much better condition right or there wouldn't be as much time to do other stuff well i think that if people wouldn't make us take our homes on regattas <laughs> and break things then we would you know it... <laughs> that's it uh so uh uh Jan I mean, and I were in a, a regatta uh, last weekend. Yeah, yeah. And with our, on a friend's boat, and we won't mention. He's still dealing with the manufacturer. So, yeah, right. Uh, and the mast broke. Um, so. Uh, and I got to say that was a life experience that I wouldn't trade for anything because no one was hurt. Mm-hmm. But it's most people's, most cruisers' worst nightmare is to have the mast break. Absolutely. Well, what, that, that was you know? yeah. So, it, it happened to us in the middle of a regatta and. Luckily, this wasn't our home, but it was very close friends of ours. Yeah. You know, they're cruising friends of ours, and we were helping them on the boat. But it does kind of give you a reality check. Like, this can happen. Um, and it happened it on It could have happened in the middle of crossing somewhere. Which, sure, which would have been which worse. didn't have all the Coast Guard and all the things like this that were there. Yeah. But I also want to go back uh, about two weeks before that. Okay. In another regatta oh, that we yeah. were in. Yeah. Um, when we raced our boat, which you know, a Lagoon 450 challenge, <laughs> the Lagoon 450 is not a race boat, right? But I come from a racing background. Um, I love racing, so I wanted to bring that excitement. He's a professional. Used to be a professional race car driver. Yeah. Saying. So I wanted my family to have some of that enjoyment, and they've seen me race, you know. But it's not the same as being there. And I think Kelly really enjoyed it. The, now I don't we, know. We I broke a few things. I'm still not. The jury's out. Yeah. I did enjoy the camaraderie, but I didn't enjoy tearing the boat to pieces. Yeah. And it's really fun to, like, get get a trophy for something that you yeah, deserve, that you've trophy, worked really hard, right? It's going to cost us, like, $15,000. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but we didn't pay I could have gone and printed the trophy. Yeah, of course. That. But it's not the same. I mean, when we beat a world champion Hobie Caddist in our category yeah. to, to win the regatta, which yeah. is really cool. Well, and I think that's cool, but also the camaraderie of like yeah. all the after party sure. stuff and you're with multi-hole people, yeah. which I have to say, I like better than monohole people. Oh, uh, <laughs> hey. Uh, oh, ouch. Uh, ouch. That's shots no, fired. Kidding. Shots fired. Know, well, I first know. of all, first of all. Actually, maybe I like monohole people better than multi-hole uh, people. No, I think they're, they're all fun. Um, it's just... I don't think my family was willing to take the plunge into being at a 30-degree heel while we're trying to yeah. make dinner, right? And I know Kelly wasn't down for that. I wasn't even so. going to make dinner, so I'm cool. <laughs> well, I mean, as uh, Jan told you, we've been uh, uh, looking into us yeah. getting ourselves a race boat. Yeah, yeah. No, I, for sure. <laughs> and we, I think that's fantastic. I think that's going to be great. Because you don't have to use your house. Then we don't have to race the house. Mm-hmm. But I was able to prove that a Lagoon 450 can beat... A lot of really cool race boats, yeah. <laughs> if you do it right. And, yeah. um, oh, and we did had, it right, but we also well, broke some we stuff. We had the crew. We had, we had two really guys crew. with us that are from one's from Spain and one's from Colombia, and um, they left after that. And I cried tears because yeah. I have felt so grateful 
to them and had a great yeah. connection. You do build an amazing connection doing some oh, yeah. sure. crazy shit like and, that. And you really learn how to sail yeah. when you're racing. Absolutely. I mean, that, that you know, because when you're just cruising, you set the sails and you're like, eh, close mm. enough, and you go. Exactly. But when you're racing, I mean... You're trimming and you're making it right and you're... Yeah, yeah. We're making a catamaran point at 35 degree <laughs> angles and yeah. and people are looking at like, how are they doing that? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you just... No, it's really down. hard. I do think, you know, kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier, uh, one of the barriers to entry for people sailing is being able to work on their own boat yeah. and fix all these things. Yeah. And so what we were just talking about, the regatta and all that, is that like, I think because, you know, you and I, when the mass broke... Yeah, I mean, basically, we're like, okay, let's go to work. To yeah. I mean, we're like, okay, we gotta, we gotta disconnect force day. We gotta disconnect all that. I mean, like, it was like, so we had enough experience sailing and doing all these things, and we knew what to do. Whereas if you don't know all that stuff, yeah, shock yeah. sets in. I You're mean, like, our our the the our friend that was captaining the boat and at the helm, I saw his face go white, and all of us well, were it's pretty, his house. pretty, oh, well, yeah. pretty freaked out. Sure, but. You could tell, like, it takes a while to get away from that shock. And yeah. now that's never happened to me, and I don't think it's ever happened no. to you. But we know how to f- follow that critical path. Like, you've had issues on a boat where, like, if you didn't do something, it was going to sink or have a problem, yeah. right? And we've had issues on a boat where alarm goes off and the same thing. We're thinking, okay, if we don't fix this right now, we're going to have a problem. Right. So you get into that groove. I don't want to, I don't think people should be scared of this because it's, it comes naturally. It really does. And learning how to fix your boat also comes naturally. Right. Now, you have manuals and books and things. And, I mean, if you're listening to a YouTube podcast, you're smart enough to fix the toilet well, on your I boat or that, to work on it. On well, you just think of uh, sailing blown away. Yeah. And, you know, she told me they she was a teacher. She's never done things. They were like, we didn't they do things with our hands. Yeah. And fix things like that. And so... It's just them doing it. I mean, they did beautifully. They yeah. did beautifully at it. Of course. And you make mistakes. Um, and, you know, you hope that those aren't mistakes that you can't recover from. So that's why we say... Well, you're always going to make a mistake. It's, sure. It's just you got to learn from it. I'm yeah. making yeah. mistakes all the time. <laughs> I made a mistake just today, I think. What was it? I said, you you scolded me. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> so many, I can't remember. I get... So Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie will like have dreams where I do something bad. And she just wakes up mad at me. I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just she, she heard me say that. I've but, had dreams oops. like that too. What? What'd you say? Nothing. I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, sorry. she's dreaming right now. Yeah, I know. She's probably gonna be mad at you in a second. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's that a lot of that stuff is is stuff that you can't really teach. Uh, you yeah, got experience. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, there are like. Uh, there's a sort of island spirit who I did the sailing school thing with. They actually are developing a uh, cruisers course. It'd be a pretty long, like three weeks, four weeks, something like that, wow. where they take you through the whole systems, like how to everything. do everything, how your Fantastic. your coolant system works on your on your engine, and how to yeah. replace all these, how to fix all these things, and, yeah. and the common failures and stuff like that. And yeah. so, I mean, like if you don't have the time or experience to get to learn that stuff, or you just, I mean, because honestly though. I mean, you just have to go and experience it to really get sure. it sometimes. And well, the other cool thing about cruising with friends and with other people that you meet is that almost everybody has something. Well, I'm going to say everyone, and I, maybe people can say something against that. But everyone has something on their boat that can be better or fixed or, or it's broken. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? So when someone says, hey, you know, I don't know how to fix this. It's been right. broken for a while. You're like, oh, I know how to do that. And then you go help them. 
you almost do it to learn yourself. Right. But they also may have a problem that you've never had, and they're like, can we give me a hand with this? And so it's kind of fun. You know, yeah. it's not like, oh, gosh, i got to go help my neighbor move. It's not like that. It's like, oh, I'm going to go help my neighbor figure a problem out because when I have that problem, then I'll know how to do it. Well, exactly. I and mean, yeah. So it's, it's like part of the cruising life is learning about boating and about, you know, owning a yacht and learning these things. And if you enjoy tinkering and enjoy doing that stuff, I think this is amazing life. Right. I, I think it has to do if you enjoy that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. If you're the type that, like, doesn't want to, like, get dirty and go down and fix things, okay, well, then get a boat that you can afford to hire a crew because yeah. you're going to have to fix things. Yeah. You know? For sure. I mean, it's just, it's just the way For it sure. is. The best line is, like, when you're down in there and you're really under dirt and down in the bilge and you're cussing and what the fuck and you dropped a screw the best thing to say is you said you like to tinker uh, yeah huh. yeah so she she that knows was, that, that I, was I, another I like, she's like, friend I like of to tinker, ours and kelly's like yeah. this is no another like, friends of ours are like oh don't thought you, you like, like to, to tinker, tinker? <laughs> yeah sometimes even if you like tinkering it sucks it's not that right? great yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're doing tinkering. yoga poses yeah, in, just to get your oh my gosh so crazy yeah so I think that that's part of like the the growing process of yeah. of learning the boat and understanding and it doesn't have to be just about that. I think I don't think Kelly enjoys tinkering really. Like right? Do you, you don't really like it, but you still like the lifestyle that we're living at the moment. It's Yes, in St. Martin. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have any uh, desire or, uh, you know, to go further afield, like go into the Pacific or go to the Med or something like that and cruise around? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, Kelly is like, no, but that's why, like, that's why we have friends like you where you invite uh, us to the Med and you're like, hey, this is a good opportunity for me to show Kelly what it's like. And yeah. then she'll be like, all right, let's cross. Yeah. Right. So it's just, you kind of have to see it. It's like Kelly says, you don't know what it's like until you have it or until you've taken the big leap right so it's the same thing for baby steps of let's go somewhere new and try something new or try something different because we moored up in uh, i would go across but only with like some help you know yeah of course of course well i mean you know you talk about going to the med i mean so that's okay the the caribbean is beautiful and you know it's got great beaches and everything when you go to the med uh the cool thing about the med is that there are some great beaches but just the history you pull yes. into these places and you see these two thousand year old cities yeah. and and all this and the, just the food and it's cheaper than you think in a lot of yeah. these places you yeah. go to like italy or greece and all that it's croatia pretty cheap. Is croatia on our well list. i hear croatia is actually kind of expensive oh, to really? go to but. well our friends really love that place. yeah yeah but so, so you see all these things and it's just a different kind of cruising i well, mean it really is and you can see it in a different way like on land you could take that trip uh, but you're going to see a different yeah. version of that country, right. on, and just like we do here or in, even even in the States. If you're on a boat, it's different. Everything's different from the boat. Yeah. The vantage point of seeing land from your boat is different than landing in a new place or mm-hmm. going to a new place. And we've been to the same place on this island from our boat and from land. And every time from the boat, every person that we take is enamored with the place yeah it's because the sense of arrival from the boat is just way different yeah, it's yeah. Just totally different and and i think it's the, the coolest and then part it was about like, cruising oh we sailed around the island and it was two hours sail and what a wonderful trip we had and then i we get there and you have the beach club and everything and then i said you know we could have just drove 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. or less yeah or, 
But, but it's a, it's an experience. But it also allows you to do the things. I mean, like to go to the islands that, okay, so if you had just planned a trip to Greece for two weeks, yeah. uh, I mean, you're not going to be able to go see the places we're going to go see. Sure. No. Sure. I mean, because we're, you know, we, we can, can cover. Just, we can just go. I mean, like, otherwise you got to like, yeah, you got, you, you, we'd have to plan Airbnbs or get rental oh, cars and we got to get ferries and all that stuff. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But we'd just be like, Hey, let's go over and check Mykonos out. Let's go yeah. over and check. Uh, I don't know. Uh, whatever. Uh, I can't think of any other. I don't know. Islands. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Greek place. <laughs> <So> Look, <laughs> I think you're spot on on that because we even have that here. We went to do an Airbnb here, mm -hmm. and after we got back, it was lovely, wonderful. But we got back, and I was like, "Wow, it really sucks to pack a bag." Yeah, yeah. And well, then, then we were going back, and we, were, we forgot this, and we ran. Or well, luggage. I mean, I got an Airbnb here for my computer for a couple nights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but just that. taking your junk yeah, is but, like a. Well, they, they were like, well, you can, why, why don't you just take a break from the boat and you can have a bed and all yeah. that. And then I get there and I'm looking around. And I'm like, I really like my bed right yeah. here. You know what I mean? I don't have to yeah. move anything. Yeah. We go back and our bed's more comfortable and, uh, you know, it's your bed. Yeah. And I mean, and so, so we talk about the med, how that's, you could see all the history and all that. But I think one of the cool things, that's where I really want to get back in the South Pacific is because a lot of these islands you go to, sure, you can visit there by land or airplane, but you're not, you're going, not to. going to. Right. And so you do it by boat, and you see you're some of these places. For... You go to Vanuatu or something like that, where you, I had never even heard of Vanuatu yeah. until I had to sail through I it. I just heard yeah. of it right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you go there, and I'm like seeing shit that you're never going to see anywhere else. Right. You know? Right. And like, so it's pretty like awesome. Like, what is the shit you're seeing? Like, you mean wildlife well, wise no. or just like, people wise? Because I'm not a big, like jump in the ocean person no 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 so so like i did the the, the the thing i the, i remember the most about vanuatu is that we went to this what we thought was a deserted island that had an old resort and so we anchored there and we go ashore to kind of like walk through this abandoned resort and then as we're there these two kind of older folks and canoes come up and they don't speak english we don't speak their language and I don't know. We start talking, and then they invite us back to their little village, and that we happens to be on that island that we didn't know. We're like, okay, we go over there, and and then I don't exactly know how we figured it all out. But they were like, you come back for dinner, and so we're like, like okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so like, okay, so we go grab some steaks and some like potatoes and yeah, stuff like that, and then they have their fish. They make this little thing, and like, I mean, we just had a little barbecue in this village. No, I mean, and. We didn't. Nobody spoke any language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just speaking. Yeah, the language yeah. We're just hanging out. Eyeballs and I, looking at we, each other. We brought a guitar. Yeah. Like the yeah. one guy in the village could play guitar really well, and but he didn't have a guitar. I think he was like, you know, wow. saying, oh, like, one. do you have a guitar? Yeah, yeah. So we're like, okay, we brought a guitar. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, just we would. You would never experience that any other way. No, that's right. now that's cool. That's yeah. more Very than cool. cool. And that's that's part of the reason I want to get back to the South Pacific is because you do get to experience like here in the Caribbean. It's great. It's beautiful, but you're never going to experience that. No. Right. No, um, I would love to do the South you're Pacific. You're always going to have a, a guy selling you something yeah. or, you, you know, you need to, to buy something. You need to get your money out. Well, the, the, the downside of the South Pacific, though, is that it's far. Far, yeah. It's 10 days, 15 days sail from mm -hmm. the nearest land. Uh, more than that for a lot yeah. of boats. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, it, it took us 17 days to cross. Yeah. And, you know... And then it's You're in a monohull. yeah we're in a monohull. Oh, sorry, cats, you guys are you know, whatever. Pacific though, it's he always says Pacific. It, it means peaceful. So. Yeah, so oh, it is. It is. Calm, oh yeah. Oh, we was the best sail. We had the spinnaker sailing. up for ten days straight. Right. Like yeah. did not bring the spinnaker down That's for ten cool. days. Everybody likes to sail that direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, 
That's why going from the U.S. to the Med isn't yeah. as oh, appealing no. because you're going against kind of the grain. Well, you got to go way north. Yeah. And well, that's where we would be positioned if we were to go up the East Coast, oh, which is okay. our plan. Which yeah. I think there's a lot of history in the United States and in the East, on the East Coast and the Northern that East Coast that we've, we've never seen in the way that we're going to see it from the boat, but we've also never had our children go with us to do yeah. those kinds of things. So, and even growing up, my family was very well traveled. My dad took us everywhere and my parents were, they flew us everywhere and I have really cool memories of going to all these great places. Um, but it wasn't the East Coast. But US. it wasn't the East Coast of the United States. So now I'm like, okay, let me take my kids to see something that I've also never seen. And we both get the sense of wonder of coming to a new place, which I yeah. think will be cool. Yeah, I think we had um, some other friends who were said the East Coast she liked because it wasn't just like sea turtles and right, you know, yeah. diving. It was just like history. The history. True. And it is accessible. Yeah. Without going. Across. Yeah, I mean, but it's a different history. It is a different history. Is a history. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I loved seeing the Chesapeake Bay, and I loved growing up in a Long Island Sound. Yeah, and you go up to Martha's Vineyard and all that. It is really that's pretty. Cool. It is really pretty. Uh, and I mean, that's kind of my plan for this next season. I mean, depending, uh, you know, who knows? Yeah, but, but yeah, well, that's why I think. Well, you guys are gonna fast forward up to the Bahamas and everything, yeah. and then we're gonna hang out in the Caribbean a little longer until this hurricane season starts, and then we'll probably head up that way. And if we don't, and for some reason Kelly does want to go towards Mexico and Panama, then, then we'll, we'll be, be set, set up, up to, to go to the South Pacific. Pacific. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I know that sounds crazy, but I'm not. You know, not. see, Kelly, Kelly just mentioned, mentioned a few minutes ago she wasn't. She's not, not the type of person that just goes and jumps in the ocean. ocean. You know, so, so this was a big leap for for me to first get her to like fish enough to get in the yeah. water with them. And then oh, get her man, to scuba dive. I really, fish freak me out. But I'm okay now. I'm like, I can dive. I, I, I'm see, a diver. Yeah. Okay. I, I think, personally, I think Kelly is more of a Mediterranean type. Of person. Yeah, I think yeah. that she would love that. I think Clearly. Love <laughs> she likes. She likes wine. Yeah, of course. I do. I am. I think if I go to like France, I'll never leave. Right. Well, I mean, we're in many France here, and we've gone to the Saints, and we've gone to the French islands. And, oh man. And it's just. I gotta. I gotta get on that Duolingo. Get my French. Yeah, learn some All French. I know is beaucoup. <laughs> oh, baguette. Baguette. Uh, uh, où est la toilette? No, I don't even know that. Okay, that means where's the bathroom? Okay. She yeah. knows, how do I get a baguette and how do I get beaucoup ba wine? Yeah, baguette. <laughs> Hold on, I know croissant. Croissant. That's all, that's all you need to know. No, that's all you I need just to know. love the French. I all right. Well, hey, guys, we've been about an hour doing this. All right, so, so yeah, it's a long enough. Yeah, yeah. God. But cheers. It's been a lot of fun. Let's uh Let's go get some food and more drinks. Yeah, sounds great. All right. So cheers, guys. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Appreciate it. Please click that subscribe button and it's your patrons to make this channel possible. You go to patreon.com slash noodles. You get early access to this video and bonus videos and stuff. So thank you guys and we'll see you on the next one.